Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. This week, Mickey James received a trash bag in the mail. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Jason, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't receive a trash bag in the mail. Right? <laughs> this trash bag contained all of her belongings that were in her quote-unquote drawer yeah. at WWE, which a lot of people were surprised to find that they had drawers, but yeah. they, they have stuff that they ship to all the different locations, and they've been basically at a residency mm-hmm. for a year now. So, of course, they're going to leave stuff in the arena. Yeah, yeah. Um. Mark Carano, Carino, yeah. da, I don't Carino, know, Carano, whatever, whatever, however it's pronounced. He was one of the top guys in talent relations. Mm-hmm. He was fired. He this. was the uh, scra- the scapegoat for yeah. for this, and it, it's become very clear that it is a scapegoat thing here, not a change in philosophy. Yeah, um, Triple H and Stephanie both tweeted. Cause, cause Mickey tweeted this out. Mickey tweeted it at Vince at Vince with a picture of it and said, you know, basically, Hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a bitch here. No, Uh, no. What she said was didn't, uh, didn't know if you knew or not, but I got my care package. Yeah. Um, Gail Kim, who hasn't worked for WWE in 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. Said they're still doing that. Right. So this has been an ongoing issue for at least 10 years. Um, which Stephanie and Triple H immediately responded. They apologized. I don't think Vince did. Uh, Vince doesn't do anything on Twitter. But hardly. Stephanie and Triple H immediately apologized. Stephanie's comment was basically the person that was responsible for this has been terminated. Uh, we are so sorry. Uh, you know, you're you're loved by everybody here. We don't we don't know what happened, but you know. Uh, but this has been an ongoing thing for 10 years. Right. And that nobody, 10 years ago, Twitter was a thing, but nobody had the reach that they do now. Yeah. Like, um, and, and you know, the thing is, like, I, I get it. You, you left a whole bunch of your stuff here. Um, to be fair, get it she, back to, you. to be fair, she didn't just leave it there. She thought she was coming back. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, you're exactly right there. I, I imagine Mickey hasn't been at tapings. Because she hasn't been used, no. so why why should she have to go and, to Florida for this? Um, you, but you don't just throw, it, you in don't just throw it in the trash bag and send you, it off. You put it in a box. You put the box yeah. in some sort of weatherproof you container. You box it up and mail it. And you mail it. And you mail it with an inventory of everything. Yeah, here's what all's included. You know, that's you know. any time that you, you know, you, you hear people get fired from high, mm-hmm. uh, from sensitive locations, let's yeah. say, whether it's a corporation they're escorted from the building. Mm-hmm. Their items are cataloged and mailed to them. Yeah, I mean that's you that's know. what happens with uh, you know even in the company that I work for. You know if you're if you're being terminated for calls now if you just quit or whatever then they're just like yeah you can box up your office and there you go. But you know if you're being terminated for calls you are escorted out of the building. Mm-hmm. Then everything that was in your office that wasn't company property of course yeah is sent to you. With an itemized list of this, you know, picture, stapler, blah, 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 you yeah. know, down the list. Yeah. You know, and, and 
a lot of jobs, even if you you do, you quit for you know you, you just you decide that you're ready to leave, mm-hmm. when you tell them they're going to do that, because yeah. depending on your level of responsibility in that job and you, how how much access to sensitive material um, you have, they don't want you to stick around for too long. Yep, it's nothing personal most of the time, but there have been bad actors in the past who try to take, you know. Take things that don't belong to them. It's company secrets or whatever yeah. the case may be. But this was this, this was is just a bad look on bad WWE's look. part. Apparently, it's been an ongoing issue. Maybe Carano is the one who was responsible for. Oh, just throw it in, in a bag and send it. Yeah, and and the thing is, even if even if he he was the head of or one of the higher ups at least. Yeah, he he, he was, may have been the one in charge of seeing to it that this stuff gets back to them. And it it was maybe it wasn't any kind of maliciousness on his part, just negligence. Yeah. Hey, send this back to him and whoever he told, you know, whatever intern he told to do that was just like, "All right, cool." Threw everything in a bag. Yeah. Hey, and then he checks later, "Did you get it sent?" "Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it." I mean, it's it's possible that Carano was the person responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Um, just as his, yeah, I'm, this is how we do it. And he's the one who made that call. Yep. But I, I get the feeling that it's, hey, we need a scapegoat. Yeah, so he and, just got And he was the one. And he, he's a very visible person. If you watch mm-hmm. any of Total Divas, yeah, he was as much of a cast of Total Divas as the Divas were. Right. So, um, so. But yeah, so that was a fun little start there. Yeah, uh, we're drinking Wood Forest Reserve. Yep, Woodford. Woodford. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Wood Forest. Ugh. It's a bank. <laughs> drinking Woodford Reserve. Um, you know, just trying to finish off this bottle. It's been a while since we've had it. Yeah, and it's it's a nice bourbon to sit here and sip. Yeah, you know, which is what we're gonna do because uh, thankfully this week of wrestling was a little better than last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say it was great by any means, but it was a good bit better. I absolutely love the fact that NXT is on Tuesdays. Me too. It is. Makes life easier. It has made life so much better. Yep. So let's run down everything. We're going to start off with Raw, as always, uh, where we had first match Viking Raiders versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. And you may be thinking, but Jason, uh, we had that last week, and you would be right. We had it again this week, uh, where the Viking Raiders win. We had Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle, where Randy Orton uh, was rolled up, and Matt Riddle beat Orton. You had Lana and Naomi versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, where uh, Naomi and Lana won. We had Elias versus Kofi, where Elias won. Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman fought Mace and T-Bar, which please change their names. Well, at the Uh, end of that match, something happens. We'll talk about that later. We end up with uh, DQ, so Mace and T-Bar win because Drew Drew ends up uh, getting himself DQ'd. Um, We had The Miz versus Damian Priest, where The Miz wins, or no... um, Priest wins. Priest wins. So he gets it. Yeah, he gets his win back. And then we had Oscar versus Charlotte, where Charlotte gets herself. Uh, or Charlotte loses. 
Then Charlotte beats up the referees and everybody around and gets suspended. And now, she so, just came back two weeks ago. Yeah, she just came. Now, a rumor I heard, and whether this is true or not, is that she's getting some dental work done. Yeah. So, um, so my problem, and, and okay, that's fine. Yeah, do what you need, do whatever you that, want. That's fine. You know, hey, get, get dental work done, get whatever needs to be done. Why'd you um, bring her back? Why'd you bring her back last week? Or week before last, whichever it was. It was last week. Yeah. Why don't you bring her back last week? Let her do her dental work. Then bring her back after that. Postponing it for two weeks isn't going to make a difference. But, the but only reason. We, we had to bring her back right after it's the brawl after mania. Yeah. We had that, to have... I was just about to say, that's the only reason they did that, was it was the raw after mania. Big deal. So. Let's move on to AEW to uh to NXT. NXT on Tuesdays. So NXT Tuesday nights. Um we have Cameron Grimes trying to establish a business relationship with uh Kyle O'Reilly. Um he doesn't it doesn't work out for him. Uh we get Dexter Loomis versus LA Knight, where Knight defeated Loomis. Uh we get uh Frankie Monet interrupting an Io Shirai interview. Uh we have the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Breezango, and uh, Veterans win. Um, we get, uh, and I'm gonna, probably going to mispronounce this. Is it Saray or Sarai? Saraya. Saray. Saray. It's S-A-R-R-A-Y. Saray. Something uh, like that. Versus Zoe Stark. She's a debuting uh, Joshi wrestler. Um, they've put a lot of money behind her intro and, 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 and her coming yeah. in. Uh, she defeated Stark by pinfall. Um, Kushida versus Oni Lorcan for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Kushida defeated Lorcan. Um, afterwards, I believe he was attacked by Logato. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Imperium versus Everrise because, you know, that's a match I care to see. Um, <laughs> Imperium, of course, won. I'm sorry. I just, I cannot care at all about Everrise. They're they're jobbers. They're not That's even it. good jobbers. Because good jobbers make you want to say, oh, this is going to be fun to watch. <laughs> Everrise nope. are, oh, they're on, okay, bathroom break. Yep. Um, We get Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes. This is the payoff for the, the beginning segment. Uh, where it, O'Reilly defeated Grimes. Um, there was a segment in the middle somewhere where uh, Grimes was buying something, and he had put the highest bid in on something. It was, t- it was an NFT. Okay, so he was, he, trying to buy. he was trying to get an NFT, and <laughs> Ted DiBiase swooped in and he got yep. it. Like DiBiase's not even on screen right. I'm surprised that they're bringing DiBiase's name up because he's been embroiled quietly not mm-hmm. super but with this whole um embezzling yeah. thing here in Mississippi you know his son mm-hmm. super involved Ted's been brought into it too mm-hmm. he's been named in it and I'm surprised that WWE is even bringing his name like I understand they're trying to tie Cameron Grimes to the million dollar man gimmick yep but well, I, I can see this blowing uh, up in their faces. Oh, it, it absolutely could. In a few weeks, years, um, whenever more information on this embezzlement it, it comes out. It absolutely could. 
Um, but that was NXT. Should we jump to AEW before we get too far off track? So on AEW, we had Hangman Page versus Ricky Stark, where Hangman wins and then gets beat down afterwards. Uh, we had Trent versus Penta El Zero Med, uh, Miedo, uh, Pentagon Jr., mm-hmm. where Penta won. We had JR interviewing the Pinnacle, which didn't really go to plan. Uh, we had AEW Women's Championship of uh, Hikaru Shida. <laughs> You're welcome, Jay. We got we got to say it that way, right? Uh, versus uh, Tay Conti, where Shida wins. Uh, but it was a really good match. You know, no, I'll wait, I'll wait. Uh, we had an inner circle segment where they responded to what the Pinnacle said earlier. Uh, we had Billy versus QT Marshall. We're QT Marshall wins. So the, we're continuing on the Nightmare Family versus Nightmare Factory uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Christian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs, where Cage wins. And then finally, our main event was Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy, where Darby Allen won and retained the title. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to SmackDown. Cesaro starts off the show in the ring. He's going to make a statement. Seth Rollins doesn't even let him get a word out. Uh, Jay comes out. Then Daniel Bryan comes out. That leads to a tag match. Cesaro and Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins and Jay Uso. Uh, Bryan and Cesaro get the win. Uh, Tamina uh, versus Nia Jax, where Tamina gets a win. Of course, both both teams were out there as far as having Natalia and uh, Shayna Baszler and Reginald. Because that's still a thing. Um, we get an Intercontinental Championship match. Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews. Crews retains uh, after some interference from um, Aziz. Alistair Black had a segment, so he's finally back on TV, even if it only is in pre-recorded segments. Uh, we get the Mysterios versus Alpha Academy, where the Mysterios win. And... That was SmackDown. Not a lot happening. Yeah. Um, so, what do we want to start with this week? You know, let's talk about AEW. Okay. Change it up some. Yeah. Switch it up. We'll right. start with AEW. If you had asked me a year ago, would I be rooting for Taya Conte to win a women's heavyweight belt or a women's championship belt. What do you, do you think that that would have even been a thing? Well, my first response would probably have been who's Tay Conti because NXT sure didn't use her well at all. No. And it wasn't, she like Tainara or something. She was Tainara and they didn't use her at all. Right. So she comes over to AEW kind of gets lost a little bit to start with. Um, then they really start pulling her in with the whole best friends with Anna J. Uh, she kind of gets associated in with Dark Order without being in the Dark like Order. She, she's unofficially a part of the Dark Order. Yeah, um, she's she's kind of in the the hangman spot. Yeah, you know, attached with the Dark Order, but not not officially a member, right? Yeah. Um, she has improved drastically in the ring. This was a great match. It was. Like, I and really enjoyed it. I, I still maintain that I, I really like 
Sheeta. Mm-hmm. I believe she is amazingly talented. She's done a decent job as champion. I think that they've just done a poor job of booking her as champion. They have. Um, um, apparently, our next her next opponent's going to be Britt Baker. It looks like, and that's Britt's going to take I it off. I imagine Britt's going to be the one that takes it off of her. Yeah. Um, I, I this wouldn't this with uh, Ten- uh Taya couldn't be very long because they're both baby faces. Yeah. So yeah, you have the the mutual respect. There you go. But you can't really make that a feud. Yeah. No. It, it was a great match. I would have loved to have seen Taya or, or Tay or whatever. Yeah. However it's however you say. It. I would have loved to have seen her get the win, which, like, I was aware of Tainara in NXT, and I didn't care. Yeah. When she appeared on AEW, because I knew who she was and I had seen her stuff in NXT, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. She's put in some work. She's gotten better. Yeah. And now I care. I would have liked to have seen this match go the other way, just for the change in the women's uh, division. Because I think I think that AEW's women's division needs some stirring up. It needs a it a, a shock of lightning. I really, 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 really hope that the iconics show up there. I do. I do too. Um, I, I think I, the iconics probably have their pick of where they want to go. Yeah. I hope that they choose I, AEW. I was about to say I could. Peyton Royce, I think, is a 99.9% chance she shows up there because she's married to Sean Spears. And, yeah, and, and she's been, you, you've seen, you go back, you can find videos of her at. Um, yeah, she's been the, there. The the New Year's parties and that kind of stuff. I, I guarantee you they've already started a discourse. As best um, they can without the whole 90-day compete thing. Well, I mean, but 90, it's a 90-day no compete. So she, they yeah. can start talking and come to an agreement now. They just yeah right. They can't, and I don't think they right. can announce it. And she can't appear on TV um, until after that ninety days. Is and up. if she shows up there, you know Billy Kay is going there too. Yeah, and honestly, a women's faction mm-hmm. in AEW of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, whatever her name's Cassie. Yeah. So whatever she decides to wrestle under, right. and Billy, I think Billy is her real name, but I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'm not but. Certain. Either way, uh, an, the uh, an arrival of the Iconics, mm-hmm. whatever they did decide to call themselves, yeah, shakes up that division. Well, you've got think of, okay. you, you've got um, well, think Nyla of, Rose and <clears throat> uh, Vicky, but they aren't doing anything. They're doing nothing with them. So bring in the Iconics. In WWE, when they were heels, they they were definitely the Mean Girl heels, right? Mm-hmm. Bring them in with Rebel and Britt Baker. Have a faction of those four. Yeah. You know, um, the 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 good guys kind of have to sort of kind of team up and you end up with like uh, Sheeta, uh, Taya, uh, Anna Jay when she comes back, and uh, somebody else. Maybe Red Velvet. Well, I would say Red Velvet, any of, she's any, tied up with... Any of the other Cargill. Joshis that they could get from one yeah. point. Um, or, uh, uh, um, what's the um, the girl from Portugal? Uh, um, Shayna? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shayna, I think her name. Because Shayna's decent. Yeah. 
have her. You know, okay, so yeah. these four Elevate have her. to kind of they have to kind of get together to to fight off our you bring up uh Layla Hirsch from uh Dark. Yeah. You know, um you know, you you have a story did, that can be built there. Especially if Did Brit we say take, Thunder Rosa? Thunder um, Rosa. Well, yeah. I, I'm not sure what they would do with Thunder Rosa since NWA is starting to kind of ramp back up. I, I, I guess it depends on what Thunder Rosa's. It depends um, on how that how that works, what her contract right? status is. Yeah, um, but I mean, if you could do Thunder Rosa, then absolutely do Thunder Rosa. Have Britt beats Sheeta for the belt, so the heel faction has the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you've she, got you've got eight people there now, right? You got a couple of other Joshis and a couple of other women wrestlers. You could you could theoretically introduce a women's tag team at this point. Have the Iconics get that. So you and could almost tell a, a a women's undisputed era prophecy of gold thing. Yeah. Where this heel faction of, let's be honest here, mean girls, mm-hmm. which, I, okay, yeah, I know that's a trope and, and all that kind of stuff, but it, it does work. It works. Um, it works. It, it just does. They have all of the gold, and you have the good guys trying to get it back and they're having to the good guys are having to put aside their differences and work together to to get this and you could end up with if Thunder Rosa's in it Thunder Rosa beats Brit to get the belt mm-hmm. at some point and you have Anna Jay and Tainara or uh, Tay Conti uh end up with the tag belts I mean you could you could theoretically have this happen yeah there, there's so much that there's they a lot that they could do um, because the women's division in AEW needs help. Yeah. I mean, let, let's perf- be perfectly honest here. It really needs help. Um, the, the booking of that division and the, well, let me rephrase that. The lack of booking in that division <laughs> yeah, is just, why? Because, I mean, when I, look, at, look at NXT. NXT has one of the most robust women's divisions oh, in absolutely. wrestling, period. Yeah. TNA still has a very good women's division. Um, main roster, uh, Raw SmackDown, they've got a ton of women in those divisions. Now, arguments can be made whether they use half of them correctly or not. Sure, but there's still a lot of women wrestlers in there. AEW, it just feels like they've got five their, or six, and that's it. Their women's division feels like an afterthought. It really, really And for does. the talent that is in that division, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Um, it feels, it, it almost feels like a, well, crap, if we're going to be a wrestling promotion now, we have to have women wrestlers. Yeah. Okay, we've got some good ones, but we're going to give them one match on TV every week. Because otherwise we could have a, a six-man tag match or an eight-man tag yeah. match or a 12-man tag match. So we'll give them six minutes. Well, what's their story? You know, uh, they, They're just wrestling because they're women. They have this agreement with NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that agreement stands going forward as NWA kind of ramps back up, ramps back up stuff, yeah. I don't know. They have this agreement with TNA. Mm-hmm. Bring some of the women from TNA in. Yeah. And and have, tell an invasion angle from TNA of, we're going to beat your women. Yeah. <laughs> we're better. Phrasing, sir. <laughs> we're better than they are. Yeah. 
and because TNA is, mm-hmm. why are people, you know, have, have, here's your hook for the, the TNA women. Why are people watching AEW over TNA? This is the caliber of competition you're going to see in TNA. Mm-hmm. If you tune in here, you're getting Nyla Rose versus Sheeta for the millionth time in a year. Yep. Yep. When I can go to TNA and I, I can see, um, you know, all these women that are yeah. over there. And I'm, I'm completely blanking on names. I can see their faces. Like Rosemary. Uh, yeah, they got Rosemary. They've got the other girl, um, Sue Young. Yeah. Um, they've got Deanna Perrazzo. Mm-hmm. They've got... ODB makes appearances from time to time. Yeah. Mickey James, there's a decent chance that she goes to she TNA. Up in TNA. I, I think I she, I think she goes She's to NWA, NWA, but there's a decent there, change. But. There's a decent chance she goes to TNA because she's a former knockout champion. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot that can be done here. They have options to add value to their women's division to make it to where we want to watch it. Yeah. For more than just oh hey, hot chick. Right. But, um. They've got to pull the gun on Adam on page on page. Um, He was the hottest thing going when the um, pandemic hit. Yeah. And whether they have just stuck him in a holding pattern because they want his rise to be in front of fans. Like, I I feel like part of me feels like maybe by, because he's currently the number one contender. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe all out or whatever their next one is, uh, full gear or all out or whichever one it is. Yeah. By that point, they're definitely going to be back in front of fans. I mean, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, we've all decided that the pandemic's over. We're tired of COVID. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, so there's not gonna, wrong. There's <laughs> going to be fans there and there's going to be, I mean, they're, they're already talking about fans, um, full, you know, for, um, full pack, you know, house for blood and guts, which is next week. Yeah. They're at 50% capacity. capacity. So you're in front of fans. Yeah. You're not going to get, I don't care where you're at. If you're in Florida, Mississippi, Georgia, wherever, you're not going to be full auditoriums, full stadiums yet. Even if, because, and the thing is there, I think even if they allowed it, you're still going to have enough people that are just like, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Um, They're not going to sell it out. But I mean, I'm I'm tired of the mask. I'm tired of all this, but I get it. Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm not going to go to a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got I've got both my shots now. Yeah. So, okay, I'm not really concerned about it so much. But at the same token, I don't want to risk anything. Yeah. Um, and and it. But either way, you, you got you got people who are just going to be like, no, nah, I'm not going into that kind yeah, of environment. you're going to have that. So you're not going to sell out even if it's okay to be 100% capacity. I, I think the numbers came but, out for, for WWE, uh, for, for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. where they were touting what yeah. they had. I think they had like 25,000 seats that they mm-hmm. wanted to sell or something, and that's what they yeah. announced, that they were sold out at 25,000. No, they were at 18,000 yeah. each night. Uh, for WrestleMania. For WrestleMania. AEW is not dragging 18,000 people to a, a taping. You know, they might get that once we get back. They'll get to 20,000, 50,000. 
And I think that AEW stands a chance to compete with WWE on numbers eventually. Mm-hmm. But while this pandemic is happening, they're not going to have all that going for them, you know? Yep. Um, but back to that, the point of that, I think that's where we have Hangman win, right? Yeah. Hangman beats Kenny at in front of a crowd. So his core, kind of like we were talking about with Drew, right? Yeah. Hangman needs to win in front of a crowd so that you get that crowd pop. You have Dark Order come out, pick him up on their shoulders. Yay. You know, you, you have that moment. Um, so, but between then, we've got Double or Nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, which looks like it's probably going to be um, Moxley and Kingston and right. maybe some other people versus Bullet team, Club. Basically, Team Mox versus the Bullet Club. Um. We'll call them the sword. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got um, the other two that they did over the summer that aren't full on pay per views, but yeah, uh, fight, um, fight, uh, fight for the fallen and fighter fest or something. Yeah. Like that. Uh, so you got those two, which could maybe be builds. Yeah. Um, well, they did those as I think last year they did those as uh, just. Special, special nights. nights of dynamite, which they um, originally they were going to be their own thing. Yeah, you know they they, um, they weren't going to be like pan- full on pay per views. Right. I think the pandemic kind of the pandemic changed it to where they yeah. were just going to they made them theme nights yeah. as opposed to a pay per view. But I think this year they'll probably go back to pay per views, mm-hmm. although they may keep them as theme nights. But that's when you start your build for Page. Right, you have the elite put. Moxley and Kingston behind them. Mm-hmm. Much as I love Moxley, as much as I hate the way that they took the belt off of him, yeah, and the storyline they've told since then, it's time for them to move past Moxley. Yeah. So, double or nothing, they put Moxley down. Mm-hmm. He goes and and has, well, I don't I don't know if Renee's if had her kid yet. It, if um, you do it as a a tag style match of Moxley and Kingston versus Kenny the Good Brothers, you know, however you want to do it, yeah, you can have Moxley and Kingston win. Yeah, you know, you can have them turn up and okay, we won. But as soon as they win, you know that that is the basically Moxley got his revenge. Yeah. Then you move them on to do something else. Maybe they go feud with uh, Matt Hardy and well, Hardy Brand, or or whatever the case may be. You you separate them away from the the elite. So, Hangman's feuding with Hardy right now, right? Kinda. That's kind of what they're teasing. So let's let's fantasy book this for a second. And I'm just booking to double or nothing. Hangman and Dark Order do their thing with Hardy Brand. Mm-hmm. It ends, however, it ends at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. You have your tag match. After the match, whoever wins wins. The elite start beating down on Moxley and Kingston. Mm-hmm. Hangman hits the ring. Yeah, clears them out. The elite, with the exception of the Good Brothers are, whoa, hold on, what, what are you doing here? Why, why are right. you here? They're, they're backing off. They don't want to fight yeah. with, you know, with Paige right now. The Good Brothers, I don't know if they have that relationship history with Paige. Uh, I, I don't know I mean, enough. I don't know enough all, Bullet Club. They were all 
Bullet Club adjacent in the you Bullet know. Club, that kind of stuff. So, and we haven't seen that story. We know that the Good Brothers were heavy into the Bullet Club for a long yeah. time. They were Bullet Club before the Young Bucks and well, Kenny were Machine Bullet Club. Gun was OG. So yeah. So we have them. They're the only ones that want to do something. The other guys pull them off and say, hold on, he's one of us. He's one of yeah. us. You know, he's lost his way, but he's one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then start that feud between them. And I don't know where you go from there. Maybe you have, maybe you don't end the Moxley feud. Maybe you have Eddie and Moxley joining forces, reluctantly joining forces with Paige. Because they've already joined forces with the Bucks and the Bucks turn their back on them. So they're they're wary of Paige. And you have the elite in Paige's ear. Dude, these guys don't care about you. Right. We're family, you know. And you have that will he won't he with Paige. Mm-hmm. And well, then that gets us to all in or all out, whatever. <laughs> you could tell the story that they just basically they just told with uh, uh, the the uh, young uh, young bucks. Mm-hmm. My brain was just fried yeah. there. For I, didn't know, I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going there. So you know you had the young bucks with the will they won't they join and the young bucks join. Yeah. Right. So they become part of this with Hangman. You have you can tell kind of the opposite of that story. I mean, there was well, no Hangman real joined. resolution to Hangman right. and Omega breaking up. There it was, was just no, there was there no was the match, to it. and then Omega walked. You know, you could have Hangman showing that you know these are my old friends. They've you know we spent so much time together. You know all of this kind of stuff, but then you have the Dark Order that are telling him, "Man, you don't need them." Yeah, you know, and. and I've been saying that Hangman needs to start dropping, you know, quit with the whole drinking gimmick because mm-hmm. it, yeah, there's nothing there. But maybe you build it where he's drinking more and more and more. Mm-hmm. He starts slipping a little bit, and Moxley, yeah, walks up to him and just because I think Moxley would be well great at this. Well, here slaps the drink out I of his hand and says, "You want to win this? If you want to be the champion, you've got to stop this. Well, you, you got to get your life be, straight." And the thing is, this can be your build to, uh you're after uh, a double or nothing build, right? Yeah. Hangman comes down to stop him from beating up Moxley and Kingston. Yeah. You know, just break, break up the beat down. The, the elites like, okay, fine, fine. You know, they back off, right? Join, you know, come join us. And Hangman's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. We, we've been there. We've done that. I'm not doing yeah. it. And they're just like, well, you know, we're your friends. And they kind of, they throw up the, the too sweet, but they don't ever actually do it. They throw up the too sweet and maybe, maybe kind of, Holds it in his hand. Like he's going to do it. And then and, just, and looks yeah. down at it, looks back up, you know, just kind of. Yeah. And, and just doesn't do it. Right. So then you have Hangman, you know, next next uh, Dynamite. You know, Hangman's just in the back drinking. Kenny's come up to him and talked to him. You know, they're trying to get him to join them. The Bucks have tried to get him to join them. And Hangman's just sitting in the bar drinking, and he's getting, getting more and more and more drunk. Moxley comes up and finds him. You know. Moxley, you and, know what? I want to add Kingston in there too because the two of them. And it's not a, it's not a. Hey, we want to thank you for saving us. You know, it's more of a, you know, what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know, are you joining them? You know, or what? What's going on? And Hangman doesn't answer him, and Moxley just slaps the drink out of his hand, and you know, 
they hangman stands up and Moxley shoves him back down and says, you know, basically goads him into it, you know, when you get to be a man again, come find me. Yeah. Something like that. And then him and Kingston walk off. Then Hangman, maybe the Dark Order gets involved there. You know, they start talking to him again. Like, you know what, dude, you don't need this. You got us. You know, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Cool. Um, and then after that happens, maybe you end up with Moxley versus Hangman in a fight. Yeah. You know? I can, I'm down with that. At the end of that match, Moxley shakes Hangman's hand. And Hangman kind of gets accepted with all of that. Mm. Now, because I love the Dark Order. Yeah. The Dark Order is not on the same level as the Elite. No, they're not. I, I love the Dark Order. I love what they're doing. So, I love the direction that they've taken yeah. with the Dark Order since John Hoover's Hang- tragic yeah. passing. Hangman needs but, people backing him up because it can't just be Hangman versus the Bullet Club. And that's what we're getting right. That's even not going to be believable. Even with Eddie in there, and and we're getting what we so, what has to happen. You have a what six man, five man, six man, yeah, on two, yeah, and Eddie and Mox are getting destroyed every single time. So Hangman has to have Moxley Kingston that level of backup, yeah, because if. Uh, I'm sorry, I just don't buy, I, I love the Dark Order, but I don't buy them as a an equivalent backup for Hangman as the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. Yeah. It, it, nah, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. Nah, no, we don't, um, I don't see it. You know, they can be involved, they can be there, it elevates them. Mm-hmm. But they're not that level. Yeah. So you gotta have something. And then that's when you then from from double or nothing through to all out that's where you have your your build of hangman versus kenny so that it all out hangman wins when hangman wins the dark order comes out they put him up on his you know up in his shoulders you know moxley and kingston are there yay you know yeah and then mox like gets in hangman's face not as a not as if we're fixing a heel turn, but gets in his face and's like, you know, he taps the belt and, you know, it's kind of that whole, you know, you deserve this, but I want first shot. Uh, you could end up with Hangman, Moxley, and Kingston in this. Almost kind of, I guess, what they were doing with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus for a while, and then they kind of shit the bed with it. Yeah. Uh, that whole mutual respect, mm-hmm. but we're still going to fight, but we can fight and then go have a pint later. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think the story's there. Uh, let's get off AEW. Yeah, we've talked about a lot of AEW now. Um, Cesaro, I'm ready for him to move past Seth. Like, I don't care at all about yeah. Seth and Cesaro. Um, I do want to see Seth versus Roman. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. not Seth. Cesaro versus Roman. I want to see Cesaro versus Roman. Uh, that's that's so, what I care about out of the, So maybe I'm thinking, I'm hoping that that's what they're trying to do with Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. is bring Bryan in to spin Seth and Daniel I into f- a... I feel like what we're about to see, because Daniel Bryan has made a couple of comments, because we've got, what is it, next? I think next uh, SmackDown mm-hmm. on Friday, we have uh, Bryan versus Roman as a career versus belt match. Well, not necessarily a career, but uh, Roman Reigns said, I never want to see you on SmackDown again. 
Uh, I don't want to see you around, period. Yeah. You know, so Daniel Bryan has made comments recently about how, one, he felt that the WrestleMania event that thing where he was in was It odd. was weird. He didn't feel he the didn't same feel way he felt. Right. Yeah. Um, he's made comments about being ready to step away. Yeah, having two daughters. Having two daughters, wanting to, mm-hmm. to you know, he, that he's come back from his forced retirement. He's accomplished stuff. And he's ready to step away. So he, he's maybe, ready to step away. I don't think he steps away completely. I think he becomes an attraction similar yeah, to. I feel like uh, that, like a Brock Lesnar. Like a Brock Lesnar, an edge. Yeah, a part-timer, um, a part-timer plus, we'll call it, right? Yeah. You know, he doesn't do every SmackDown, but maybe he does most pay-per-views or something like that. Or, or he does the big pay-per-views. He does the big pay-per-views. Um, so I could see this as being that sort of thing because I just don't see them putting the belt on Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I wish they would. I don't see it. Um, it would be an interesting twist, which I think WWE needs. You know, like I've said multiple times, I feel like they they missed the boat here. They should have put the belt on either Daniel Bryan or Edge. It doesn't matter which one because it's going to be the same kind of booking. You book the belt onto one of them. They have it for a little while so that they can get their last hurrah. Mm-hmm. Because both of them, I mean, Daniel Bryan's talked about wanting to leave. Edge is a part-timer. You let them have their last hurrahs. Mm-hmm. You know, let Daniel Bryan get the belt first because he's a face. Yeah. So you can have Edge beat Daniel Bryan for the belt. Uh, uh, I don't know, SummerSlam. Edge gets the belt off of Daniel Bryan. Edge has the belt for a little while. Then you have Cesaro beat heel Edge. Yeah, I mean to get I, the belt. I still think WWE and Roman off to face to fight with Jay or whoever. Yeah, I I still think that WWE missed the boat with Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, WrestleMania that match was on the eleventh anniversary of his retirement. Yeah, like he should have won that. He, match. That story, everything, moment, crowd, Edge yep. winning that, the crowd would have lost their minds. Mm-hmm. And you have Michael Cole or whoever was calling that match sell the fact that 11 years to the day since he was told he wouldn't be able to wrestle. Yep. He is now your universal. Are they? That That was the, that's the universal title. Is it the universal? Isn't it? No, no, that's the heavyweight. That's the heavyweight. Either whichever one WWE champion. They're the same. I, I yeah they they are they're at the same level. He's your champion. Mm-hmm. That oh, what's he gonna do with this? And even if he came back the next night and said, "You know what? I just wanted to prove that I could do it to myself." Yeah, exactly. And he never steps in the ring again. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. But they didn't go that route. Daniel Bryan wants to retire. Yes. He, there's no ifs, ands, or buts anymore about it. He's all but come out and said that he's ready to retire. Mm-hmm. At least from full-time competition. He needs another run. His last heavyweight, his last title run was when he was a heel. Uh, and Daniel Bryan's not a heel champion. No, he's, he's not. He is the face of the people champion. Yes. And he needs a face championship run. I don't care if it's a month. Yep. You 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 put the belt on him and you let him go out on top and 
have him drop it to a Jey Uso. Yeah. Or a Cesaro or somebody who hasn't. You don't have him drop it to Roman. Right. You have him drop it and you elevate somebody up. WWE has got to elevate people. Mm-hmm. They do. and they're Be- But they're not going to. I, they're not. They're not. But they've really got to step up and elevate some people because the top of their card is stagnant. It really is. And I don't you can you can switch people back and forth between Raw and SmackDown all you want. I don't care. I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. I I've seen it all. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong. Um WWE has fallen they're falling into a trap that they have tried their best to not fall into when John Cena was the, the guy mm-hmm. WWE was built around John Cena. Yeah. But they cycled in different opponents for him. Sometimes they went a little long, like Randy Orton. Well, Cena, Orton, Cena edge, yeah. you know, but so those go back now, and watch those. They were all great. Like now we have Roman. Mm-hmm. As our apparently, you know, we're going to build SmackDown around Roman. I guess theoretically, we're building Raw around Drew and Bobby. Maybe um, I still it's built around Drew, even though Drew's not the champion. Um, it's built around Drew. So, but we have Roman here, right? Which we know for certain this is what it's being built around. But you're not giving any kind of variety, really, in what he, he's fought Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens. And Jey Uso, Jey Uso, Jey Uso, and Jey Uso, and Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan. There's no variety in what's going on, right? I mean, we had Edge there, which was started out was a really kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and, and then and they added Daniel Bryan, which and it lost its last. I love Daniel Bryan. I do. I do. He shouldn't have been in that match. No, that that right. should have been Edge versus Roman. Period. Yeah. But you know, WWE and their triple threats going to do what they're going to do. WWE is going to WWE. Yeah. Um, but WWE has been trying this whole, we don't want a, we don't want a star. We don't want a rock. We don't want a stone cold. We don't want a John Cena. You know, we don't want anybody to be bigger than the name. Right. And they're failing miserably. Oh, absolutely. Look, let's go back to 19. Let's go back to 96, 98. Mm -hmm. Did you tune in to WCW because it was WCW or did you tune in because you had, Heel Hogan. Right. Bill Goldberg. Sting. Yep. Those were what you t- you tuned in to see those guys. Same on the same token, let's go to WWF. Did you tune in because it was WWF? Or did you tune in to see The Rock, Stone Cold, exactly. Triple H? I tuned uh, in to see the stars. That's yep. who I wanted to see. I watched the mid-card stuff. The mid-card stuff was cool, and the mid-card is where the next generation of stars was built. Yeah. I mean, that's where the Jerichos Mm -hmm. came from. That's where Mysterio was technically where Cena came from. Yeah. Um, Mr. Ruthless aggression himself, (laughs) you know, um, that, but the thing is they're not doing that anymore. They're, they're trying this weird. We don't want a star, but Oh, here's the star. I want to see Roman and Cesaro. I want to see that. Like, Six, seven years ago when everybody was hating on Cena because Cena was the champ and he was the star. Yep. 
Cena and Cesaro had a match. And I never understood the Cena hate. Like, I, I understood that, hey, we don't want to see you all the time at the top of the card. But I never understood the Cena can't wrestle hate. Yep. Because the dude can it's wrestle. Five moves of doom is why. Yeah, yeah. Five moves of doom because that's what worked and it got the crowd popping. But yep. go back on a Monday Night Raw, John Cena and Cesaro had a match. Yep. And it was a, I think it was a pre-mania match somewhere in that time frame. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, wow. Before that match, I could have cared less about Cesaro. Mm-hmm. But that match? Yeah. Cesaro's fantastic. He's awesome. And I really want to see him versus Roman. I would really like to see Cesaro beat Roman and get the belt. I don't see that happening. I I don't know that we ever see Cesaro as a champion because Vince is when Vince talked about grabbing the brass ring, mm-hmm. who was the one person's name who he dropped who said who has not grabbed that brass ring? Cesaro was one of the people that he named. No, Cesaro was the only yeah. name. If I'm not I could be mistaken, but I think Cesaro was the only name. Um, what more does he need to do to grab that brass ring? Well, the only reason I can say maybe something has changed here is because Cesaro just resigned. Yeah. Cesaro could have left. He could have gone and been a star in TNA. He could have gone and been a star in AEW. New Japan. New Japan. Cesaro could have gone anywhere and been a top-level contender, a main event guy immediately. Cesaro but goes Cesaro goes to TNA. Cesaro goes to I'm not even going to say AEW. Mm-hmm. Cesaro is a champion within a year of his yeah, arrival. Easily. Uh just as a giant screw you to Vince. Yeah. You know. Um so yeah, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging what they're doing here maybe. They're going to screw it up, I know. It, it just is what it is. Um we have if I never see Apollo uh, Cruz again, it will be too soon. I can't believe how shame. quickly I can't believe how quickly I have soured on Apollo. He used to be such a I really enjoyed Apollo even when it he was, was he was generic babyface A. He was entertaining to watch. He was entertaining to watch. And and this is awful. And I'm honestly surprised in 2021 that they are getting away with this. And here's the thing. For the most part, if they changed one thing, it'd be okay to watch. And that is, there's a couple things here. Well, but if if they changed, if he did not, if he had never picked up that, he needs to get rid of the god awful accent. He definitely needs to get away with the coming to America accent. Uh, That can go. And I can't believe. Well, let me rephrase it. I can't believe, but I can't that WWE thinks that their 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 audience is as stupid as they are around Dabakato, uh, Baba Tunde, General Aziz here. Mm-hmm. Um, they did this before, obviously, uh, when you had uh, Iron Sheik. Yeah. Who came back as, uh, who was he? I don't he was with, it was with Sergeant Slaughter and, uh, I forget his name though, because it was Slaughter, uh, Kama Mustafa, who was the godfather. Or, pre, or Charles Wright before he became yeah. the Godfather and all that stuff. So, I mean, they've done these complete character changes before, which is fine, okay. But they generally do these... Uh, General Adnan, I think, is what his name was. 
they generally do these changes though. Um, you know, you're off TV for a year or two. Raw Underground wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And we had a big thing made about Dabakato and how he was Shane's guy and all of this kind of stuff. He had a big he had a thing with Braun Strowman that never in that, that never got an ending. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's uh Commander Aziz who's been in the Royal Guard for years and you know Nah man. Come on. Colonel Mustafa? Colonel uh Colonel Mustafa was uh uh the godfather. No, uh it's got Iron Sheik as one of his was ring it? names. Okay. I thought I thought Mustafa was uh the Godfather. I could have been wrong. I could be wrong though. This is back in. I mean, it's like been thirty years. Ninety three. Anyway. It's it's been thirty years. Um, yeah. Look. But uh, this I, I'm, is. I'm even. Dumb. I'm even okay with them trying to to rename him, uh, and do whatever. The accent's got to go for yep. Apollo. He can tell. He could tell everything about this story that he's telling about his ancestry and this and that without the God awful accent. Mm -hmm. If that was his real accent, fine. But we know it's not. Yep. The dude is from California. Yeah. It's just, it's bad. It is. It is so bad. It's unwatchable. Yeah. It really it's is. It's unwatchable. Um, was there anything <sighs> on Raw? I guess they're really the only... The only thing we got to talk about that I can remember on Raw is following the DQ with um, Drew. Yeah. Uh, Braun ripped the masks off well, of... Drew ripped the mask off of uh, one of them. T-Bar. T-Bar. Braun ripped it off of Mace. Mace. Because the reason Drew got disqualified was because he ripped the mask off of him, started beating him with the mask, and then See, Braun that, did that the seems same like thing. a double standard to me. Because if I wear a belt into the ring, I can pull my belt off and start whipping you with my belt, and it's a piece of clothing yeah. I had in there. But if I take your belt, yeah, I get disqualified. Right. Um, you know, and then Braun did the same thing to the other one. So yeah. okay, their masks are off now. Please, for the love of God, leave them off. I'll leave the masks off. Change their names. Change you know, them have back. Them, change have them, them back. Come at, even if you don't want to change them back to Dijak and Dio Madden, that's fi- fine. Okay. But have them come out Monday on Raw and say, um, you know, thank you, Drew and Braun, for taking the masks off of us, for letting us, letting our faces be shown to the crowd, blah, 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 blah. Then they give their names. Honestly, and we're coming for you. I don't need this is going to be one case where I'm going to argue for WWE's dropping of the two names and just going down to one name. Yeah. Dijak. Have it be Dijak and Dijak. Dio. I, I don't know. Dio Madden, they can rename him. Yeah. I, I honestly don't care. Um, but Dijak. They could use Baba Tunde. It's not being used anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was Omas's original name? Uh, I, you know, I don't even remember. Uh, Oso or yeah, just drop Dijak down to Dijak. 
Mm-hmm. That's what everybody calls them anyways. You know, you don't need the Dijakovic. Just call him Dijakovic. Right. Um, and then whatever you want to do with Dio Madden. But let their faces be shown and let Dijak be Dijak. Yep. The dude is too good for what they're doing with him. I, I, the only problem that I see with that is remember, um, Dijak ended as a face in his NXT run. So now we're bringing him, now he's a heel. So, okay. I, I can kind of see a little bit of it. But they do need to do away with the whole T-Bar and Mace thing. That's just dumb. And uh, Slapjack or Slapnuts or yeah. whatever his name was. Slapjack. Um, Might as well have been Slapnuts. It would have been better. Yeah. Like, um, the entire thing would have been better if he was just Slapnuts. Yeah. Uh, um, Changing nothing else about yeah. it. Just calling him Slapnuts makes, <laughs> makes that entire better. thing better. We already talked about the whole Charlotte thing. Uh, yeah, we talked about the Charlotte thing. That's dumb. Apparently, the segment at Mania where the Bella Twins came out and threw was it Bailey mm-hmm. down the ramp was supposed to be um, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. I can see her face with the blood and everything on it, but it's gone. <laughs> Becky? Yes. <laughs> God. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> no, apparently too much Woodford Reserve. Is what there that you is. Go. Um, yeah, apparently that was supposed to be Becky and they changed it at the last minute. Okay. I think it made more sense that it was the Bella Twins because introdu- reintroducing yeah. Becky like that. Yeah. And even if it was like, is Becky ready to come back? I have a tough time believing. Actually, you know what? It's Becky. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Becky was ring ready the day after she gave birth. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I do have a tough time believing that Becky's where she wants to be to be ring ready. Yeah. If she wants to come back. Mm-hmm. I I don't think she said one way or the other. I don't think she has. Um, um, so nothing else really made your main roster. NXT, anything quick we want to hit on? Cause, um, Kyle O'Reilly needs to uh, workshop his character. Yeah, because it's a, it's a very bland uh, Orange Cassidy at this point. I, we found out this week, that or, or last week, sometime, he talked about they didn't decide to break him up mm-hmm. until the day of the pay per view. Yeah, um, but where where they split, Kyle O'Reilly, undisputed era Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. was somebody I wanted to see on a regular basis and yeah. elevated, and I was behind hundred percent. This new. Former undisputed era Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm kind of he's at the top of the card, but he doesn't know who he is without the undisputed era yet. Right. And because he doesn't know yet, yep. I don't know, and it's tough to stay behind. Like I'm yeah. a fan of the guy. Yeah. I'm I'm behind him, but is he? I don't know if I'm behind this character. Does that make sense? It does. It does. The the you have completely. I don't want to say that they've completely changed the character. What I will say is that there is now a character there. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong did not have characters. Yeah, they they were... They were members of Undisputed Era. 
Adam Cole had a character. The other three, Roddy had one before he joined, but mm-hmm. once he joined, he became Roderick Strong of Undisputed Era. Well, you know, Cole just kind of overpowered whoever he was yeah, around. Exactly. With which the exception of a few people. Which ain't a bad thing, no. necessarily, but now that Undisputed Era is done, we have to get characters for these people. I, you know what I think it is? I, I think Kyle O'Reilly has lost some of his edge. Mm-hmm. Could be. And and because he doesn't have that edge, he's not as compelling to watch. Very well could be. Now, watching the promo segment, mm-hmm. I felt that way. Yeah. The match at the end of the night with Cameron Grimes, mm-hmm. I was all in. Yeah. He was... It, so, Great match. Promo, maybe it's his promo skills. Maybe it's his presentation of his character on his way down to the ring. I could see that. That needs work, where his in-ring work is there. Now we've got to polish the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, the way is always is entertaining. Yeah. And and Indy's obsession with Dexter. Uh but other than that, there's just not a whole lot to talk about. We're going to get Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez for mm-hmm. the women's championship here soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that the only story they can tell with Raquel? Pretty much. Is her fighting these... I'm trying to choose my word carefully <laughs> here. But the bigger girls. Yeah. The bigger women. Well, I fully expect here in the next month or so that Raquel and Dakota will be broken up. Yeah. They, they already kind of teased it they, a little they, bit. They with have teased Where Raquel, Raquel was talking and Dakota just kind of cut her off. Yeah. Raquel is turning face. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Raquel that. Raquel has to turn face. Because, because a heel Raquel's unbeatable. Well, even that too, but you, you can't have a heel Raquel after what they pulled, what, two weeks ago? On NXT, when she's in the ring with the belt, and Rhea comes out with the belt, and Bianca Bianca comes out with the belt, and they have this smiley, uh, happy, smiley, happy, you know, let's go get a latte moment in the ring. They're all faces. Yeah. So they've got to get, they're either going to end up flipping Dakota and Raquel to both faces, which I don't see them doing because Dakota's an amazing heel. Um, or, Raquel's got to go face and Dakota can then play the, you're the re I'm the reason you're where you are. I deserve a shot and then loses. And then I deserve a shot and then loses. And then I deserve a shot. That kind of thing. That's what I'm guessing is probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, Dexter lost. Uh, Indy was involved. Indy wasn't, Indy was the reason Dexter lost, but it wasn't like a, Double cross. It was a she popped up at ringside. He was distracted by her, and, and he then lost. he lost. Um. Otherwise, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't. Anything else wrestling related you want to talk about? No, because we I think we've talked about everything. Uh, so with all that being said, a uh, big thank you to McNarb Gaming and Goshe Mississippi for allowing us to use this wonderful space. Um. They've got a ton of games, and they even have a 50% off table Yeah, that 
has some great games. I got a got a really uh, well known game or well talked about game earlier today for fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. So come check them out. I know you got a great deal on something yes. the other day. So come down, check out McNarb Gaming, pick up some games, and while you're here in Gauche, yeah, swing over to Big Dog Liquor, uh, get yourself a bottle of something. Uh, like I said before, he's got whiskeys and vodkas and ta- tequilas and whatever you can think of is available. He's always getting new stuff in. So, you know, if you were in there a couple of weeks ago and you didn't have what you wanted, go back and look at maybe they're now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get you a bottle of, uh, alcohol from down there. Whatever you, whatever you prefer to imbibe, come down here to McNarbs, grab something cool, take it home, crack the bottle, crack the box and have, have a, a fun good time. Night. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, with that said, cheers. cheers.